Are you tired of your digestive system feeling like a circus act gone wrong? Introducing Ritual's 3-in-1 Gut Superhero Symbiotic Plus, a probiotic, prebiotic, and postbiotic all rolled into one. And with 25% off with the code POWER, there's no better time to check out Ritual. Let's break it down. Probiotics are like the cool kids at the gut party, keeping everything in check and making sure the good vibes are flowing. Prebiotics are their wingmen, fueling the party with all the right snacks to keep the good bacteria thriving. And postbiotics, well, they're like the cleanup crew, sweeping away the mess and leaving your gut feeling fresh and fabulous. So say goodbye to the gut drama and remember, there's no more shame in your gut game. Symbiotic Plus and Ritual are here to celebrate, not hide your insides. Get 25% off your first month for a limited time at ritual.com power. Tossing and turning all night like a salad? It's time to put those sleepless nights to bed for good. Enter Tanasi, my sleep saviors, and they have science to back up their sleep, anxiety, and pain-relieving powers. Back in 2016, they invested a $2.5 million grant to Middle Tennessee State University to study the hemp plant. Turns out their special patent-pending CBD-CBDA formula is twice as effective as CBD alone and can be more effective than over-the-counter ibuprofen, acetaminophen, and aspirin. So if you're tired of tossing and turning like a rotisserie chicken, then Tanasi's got your back with their range of great products from tinctures to gummies to lotions. Tanasi is my go-to when I can't sleep or I have way too much anxiety. I'm so glad that I discovered them. So go to Tanasi.com and use the code POWER to get 25% off your order. That's Tanasi.com, T-A-N-A-S-I, to get 25% off your first order with the promo code POWER. Sober Powered is sponsored by BetterHelp. I was a stress drinker and I thought if only I didn't have so much stress, I wouldn't have to drink this much. But do you know why I had all this stress? Because I didn't have the skills to take stressors off my plate so they built up and wore me down. Some stressors are big and others are small, but carrying around 25 minor annoyances is going to have an impact on you. Plus, did you know that alcohol messes with our stress response system and decreases our ability to handle stress? It makes small things seem like a much bigger deal. Learning how to manage stress and take things off my plate has changed my life. I'm calm, I'm less reactive, and I believe that I can handle whatever comes my way. I feel proud of the way that I handle things now. You can get there too. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com sober to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash sober. One of the reasons that you might be struggling with your drinking is because you don't know how to cope with things without turning to alcohol or food or something else. So I recently started running workshops in my Living a Sober Powered Life community. And because I think coping skills are so essential for everyone to learn and because so many people that come to us when they make their intro post, they express that they really need help with coping skills. So I thought that that would be a good place to start for my first ever workshop. So in this episode, I want to give you a little preview of what that was like. And maybe you can get a little takeaway from this that you can apply to your own situation. And if you want to join us for future workshops, please check out the link in the show notes for more information or visit my website, 
soberpowered.com and click the join button. Workshops are going to be at the beginning of every month and I would love to see you there. start our workshops off with was coping. I think this is one of the most important topics. It's something that a lot of people join the group to learn and to work on. Um, And in my opinion, I think coping is all about like taking ownership of our lives and learning how to take our power back and learning what we do have control over. I think a lot of it in the beginning is you feel so out of control and you just feel like things are happening to you all the time and you have bad luck or like everybody's out to get you or nothing's ever going to work out for you. And I think coping skills for me have provided me with this feeling that like, no, I do have some level of control over my life. So today I wanted to talk about like what these skills are and then five skills that we can work on. But first I want to give you a little before and after look. Um, so for me, and maybe this resonates with you guys, but I used to walk around like so stressed out all the time. Like I couldn't relax. And then I discovered alcohol and I could finally relax and feel better. And I didn't realize that I had all of this stress that was right below the surface, like ready to explode at every moment. And there's this analogy that I really like. It's about plates, but everybody has their own like plate. And that is how much stress that you can handle at one time. Like you've probably heard the phrase, take it off your plate, something like that. So imagine you have this plate and the more that you drink and the more that you run to alcohol or run to food, your plate gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And the way that I viewed my plate back when I was still drinking is like one of those plates that you get when you order like a sub from a pizza place and it's like in a taco shape, but it's like a paper plate and it's so flexible and it can't hold anything and you can't even use that plate. And that's how I saw mine. And like any drop of stress that you would put on top of my plate, like I would crumble and I just could not handle it. And through both not drinking, obviously, because that's what we're all about, but and through learning coping skills, I was able to strengthen my plate. So now a drop of stress can fall onto my plate and I can feel like, okay, I I got this. I have tools. I can figure this out. So I think the first time I really ever learned a coping skill was in a moment where I had a really bad trigger and a big urge to drink. And like I had to learn it. Um, I was I was a year and a half sober, so I had a lot of sober time. And my very first trigger was after my yearly review with my boss. And I don't know if any of you guys like work as a trigger for you, but that was like the biggest trigger for me ever was work. Um, And he said something that like, I'll know it's one of those quotes that just like plays in your mind over and over and over. And I was supposed to be getting a promotion at this review. 
and he he didn't give me the promotion. He gave it to some guy. And I worked up the courage to ask about it because I was 18 months sober, like I was going to put myself out there and I was going to do the work required to get the promotion. And he said um, he brought up something from a meeting like a couple days ago and he brought up this new guy who had just graduated college. So he's like 10 years younger than me. And he was like, even he knew that. And he just started three days ago. And I like my mind like could not handle that comment. And I was sitting there like the whole meeting, like trying not to cry. Like I'm not going to let him see me cry like all this. And then I left and I remember like that, like itchy, like electric feeling. Like I just, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. I can't handle this. And the only thing that I knew how to do was to walk it off. And that's like, that was the moment that the rage walk was born. But after that, I just like walked and walked and walked and walked because I didn't know how else to deal with that comment and with the way that he made me feel. And then I learned some other skills, but I think just doing anything else besides drinking, and then you're going to find your special little tool. Um, but then once I learned the rage walk and I got through that urge, it was still there the next day. Like I still felt horrible. I still feel shame about that comment. But I also kind of feel like who the hell says that? Like what's wrong with you? But I realized like I can actually get through things now. Like I didn't self-destruct like I used to. I got through that and I didn't die and I didn't embarrass myself. And I went to work the next day and I did my responsibilities. I wasn't disgustingly hungover. Maybe I looked kind of like a bitch because I was in a bad mood, but I wasn't hungover. And then the next day I felt a little bit better and I learned some more tools. And then, you know, the, the same guy continued to trigger me a couple more times, but I was able to handle it better. Um, when these things would happen before, I would immediately run to alcohol because I didn't know anything else to do. And if I couldn't run to alcohol for some reason, I would run straight for food. And those things felt like they helped. I told myself it was self-care and taking care of myself, like blowing off some steam. But really all it did was just bring the feeling back so much more. And what happens after that, like fun, self-care, carefree part is you crash back into the original feeling and then the anger comes back and the sadness and then it's mixed with shame. And then because you're drunk, the emotions are magnified and they're worse than they even were before. And I used to just repeat that cycle over and over and over. And I thought that it was just me. And like, I just had a hard life and nobody could understand. And like all these bad things kept happening to me and I kept delaying like when I would deal with them. And then I realized like I was never dealing with anything ever. And that's why I was like right below the threshold at all times. And we can stay like this even when we don't drink. You can still stay right below your threshold of being overwhelmed and stressed out. You just can't run to alcohol. And sometimes that may that might make you run 
to food or weed or yelling at people or doing something else like that to bring that overwhelm down. But the point is with coping skills is you don't have to live at the threshold. It's when you don't know how to take things off your plate. So they build and they build and they build. But eventually we can learn to remove the stress from our plate and develop tools that will make things feel better and allow us to deal with them. So I want to talk to you about a few of them. And for the rest of this workshop, I walked everyone through five different coping skills that they can start using and then assign them a homework assignment for the month. Workshops are new to my Living a Sober Powered Life community. So I hope that you enjoyed this sneak peek of what we talked about inside the workshop. And if you would like to attend our workshop next month, it's always going to be right in the beginning of the month. You can attend live or members can listen to the workshop back afterwards. You can find out more information in the show notes or by visiting soberpowered.com and clicking the join button. I really hope to see you at a future workshop and thank you for listening. Madeline and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety and lots of how-to for navigating all the things sober from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.